Hi, and welcome to today's episode of Cybersecurity Inside. I'm really excited today because we are talking with three spectacular university students. This is actually part of an Intel and Princeton-led research experience for undergraduates that just happened over the summer. And so we're going to talk to the students not about the program, but we're going to talk to them about themselves, what they did, what kind of research they're interested in, where they're headed, who they are as human beings, and any advice that they have either for their peers in university or for high school students or even younger uh, who are looking to experience or get to know cybersecurity. So I've got with me today Sarah Shaber, Isabella Sue, and Ifesi Onubogu. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So let's start. So this is a Princeton Intel program, but none of you goes to Princeton. So can you just introduce yourselves quickly and say like where you grew up and what university you're in now? My name is Sarah. I'm from Brookfield, Illinois, which is a suburb about 20 minutes outside of the city of Chicago. And I attend UIUC and I'm a computer engineering. And what's UIUC for those of us who don't know acronyms? <laughs> Sorry, University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Awesome. Um, Isabella? Hi, everyone. I'm Isabella. I'm from Miami, Florida, and I go to Cornell, and I study electrical and computer engineering. All right. And Efesi? Um, I'm a junior at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. And I grew up in Nigeria, but I'm American. So I'm kind of in between the two countries right now. Oh, wow. Um, and what are you studying at Urbana-Champaign? Oh, I'm a junior in computer engineering. Computer engineering. Okay. Very cool. You guys are all techie, that's for sure. Um, so we're going to do three sections. Um, I, I, let's start with research, um, and then we'll get to know you guys a little bit better as humans, and then we'll go on to advice. So, um, Ifesi, can you tell us what research you worked on over the summer and kind of where you're hoping to take that? So, over the summer, I worked in an interdisciplinary group that crossed between formal verifications, network security, and software engineering to model and verify a, an algorithm to mitigate DNS reflection attacks. I worked with a professor from Princeton an Intel mentor and another student from another university. So generally, I was always interested in network security and tooling in general, basically using my software engineering skills to create different applications that developers and professionals can use to protect against their own systems and actually use them in data privacy and, and just general security applications, but I did not know exactly what field I wanted to go into. So I heard from a professor at my school about this Princeton Intel collaboration, and they didn't specify what exactly they were going to be doing over the summer. I knew it was in security, and I looked at some of the professors who were involved in it, and I saw a particular professor who caught my intention with her work in network security. So I decided to apply and citing her work in my application, hoping to get into the network team. And it, it did work out, so that was a good thing. It's interesting you're working on privacy. Can you tell me, is there anything that like since you've been working on it, that surprise you about privacy and network security? From textbooks, I always thought that 
there was this OSI model. And I feel, I feel like this resonates to a lot of students who are starting out in security. You read up about the OSI model and how it's particular and theoretical and pretty looking. And you look at the internet and they tell you, oh, the internet is this vast interconnected web that you can look at and these parts are connected to these parts and all this information is shared and it's all evenly distributed in this beautiful map, right? But then when I started the program, I was in for an interesting awakening that the the internet is not at all evenly distributed, that there are clusters. And I used to think that that at every point in time, someone could just sit down and look at a map of the internet. But when I started the program, I saw that no one has a full picture of the internet. It's little parts that we can all kind of see. And literally, it's not possible to look at the entire internet at, at, at the same time because in in someone else's mind, this is my little section of internet. And in someone else's mind, this is my own little section of the internet. And all our data is just floating around and some, some are more protected than others. And you just have all these people who are constantly trying to get the data and protect the data. It's just, I just found it very interesting how the internet is its own world kind of just thriving that I did not completely look at before. I, what I did over the summer and what I do at my school before the summer and even after the summer have just been constantly making me more aware that there's only so much I could learn from the textbook. And it's making me really appreciate research in depth. Okay. That's, that's pretty interesting. Um, Isabella, can you tell us what you worked on or what you're working on? It doesn't have to be what you did this summer. <laughs> Sarah and I also worked on the same project. We worked on it together. Um, so we'll probably have like very similar input. But we worked on a secure bootloader, which like essentially that's trying to like verify an image and make sure it hasn't been corrupted. And we looked into the software and hardware interfaces of that, which I thought was really interesting because I feel like at least for me, like in my coursework, I've only really ever done like purely programming or purely working with hardware programming languages like Verilog. Whereas like here we're looking at kind of like how they're both linked and how you kind of like write files in like both programs that are like interconnected. I feel like I've never done that. And so I just wanted like experience and research. I'd never really thought about computer security before. I've always kind of like leaned more towards like the electrical side of ECE, physics oriented things. So I thought I'd give it a try. It sounded like a lot like one of the classes I was taking in the spring, and I thought it was really interesting. Cool. So Sarah, what um, what other aspect do you want to add to Isabella's description of what you guys worked on? I agree that it was very interesting looking at like the hardware software interface because I also had never done that before. And like she said, I never had even seen Verilog, like never heard of it. Um, so that was pretty interesting having to try and figure out essentially like what was going on because essentially like at the beginning we're just given like a thesis and code to like see like some work that had been done before trying to look at code that I'd never seen and like figure out what was going on me and Isabella worked a lot together she really helped me out with that I will say for me getting into this program I also got an email it was actually just a link and I hadn't specifically done any research before And so then when that did happen, it was really exciting and it was really interesting to learn about security because that wasn't something that I had considered in the past. And I definitely learned a lot of things that, well, I didn't know at all, but I didn't know that I could branch off of the field and go into. 
so Isabella, can you, I, I want to dive in a little bit to like who you are. Um, so have you been interested in cybersecurity your whole life or, you know, were you one of those kids that was like taking apart the home computer and you've just been waiting finally for this opportunity? Or are you somebody who is like, I'm going to be a professional athlete or I'm going to be a medical doctor or a musician. And then suddenly you ended up seeing something kind of triggered your interest in cybersecurity. What, how did you get here? Well, I really didn't know what cybersecurity was going into the program or like even when I was applying. I was just kind of like reading up on the professors that were going to participate in the program. And I saw like a lot of the concepts like they were interested in. I like kind of started to hear about my classes. So I thought, okay, like this is like somewhat related to what I'm learning. I've never heard of this topic. but It sounds interesting. Um, so no, I was not, I was not one of those kids that was like taking apart computers when I was younger. Um, but I've like always had like an interest in math and science. Like I said before, I've, I've always liked physics, so like I knew I was gonna go into probably like mechanical or like electrical engineering. So I just like thought this was like a really like interesting way to kind of like deviate from where I lie in like my coursework and my extracurriculars and like electrical and computer engineering. I thought I would like go more into like the computer engineering side and I thought like security was like a great way to do that. Are you gonna stay on that path, do you think, or are you gonna go back to EE or ME? I feel like I will continue leaning more into like electrical things, but I am taking computer architecture next semester just because I feel like I'm not yet done exploring and like ruling it out because I did enjoy what I did this summer. But I imagine I'll settle somewhere in electrical, but maybe some programming or like hardware software. Um, I don't know if like computer security is going to be the career for me. But I'm definitely like interested in exploring, especially because I enjoy what I did this summer and like the people I worked with. So, um, Sarah, how about you? Did you start off as a computer security nerd or was that an evolution? My best friend's mom in high school taught a comp computer science class. And so that's actually how I ended up being exposed in the first place. And so I kind of ended up like continuing that and I, I really liked it. And so that's how I decided I wanted to go into computer engineering, but I don't exactly know what I want to do. So my thought for like doing the program was kind of just to see like, okay, is security a possible field for me? I definitely enjoyed it. I did this summer. I thought it was really interesting. And especially like by the end, I hadn't realized like how much I had learned it kind of came as a shock, like when it, <laughs> it actually hit me like, wow, like we actually learned so much and, and it was just eight weeks. And so I think that security is definitely a possibility. Like Isabella said, personally, right now I'm taking a biomedical imaging class. Um, and so I find that really interesting. And so I think that's definitely a large possibility of something I would go into in the future. Um, however, I think there's some security related things I still would like to explore in the future. And also I know eventually I want to come back and teach. And so like what I do in between after I leave school uh, to that point, I'm not sure yet. So I think um, a lot of things are possible and security is one of those things. What, um, what age group do you want to teach? Are you talking uh, university or high school or younger? So it would definitely be, older high school students, like junior, senior, or professor. So Ifesi, how about you? What is your kind of background in exposure to computer science as you grew up? 
I spent most of my formative years in Nigeria. So, and my dad owns a fir- an engineering firm. And I used to tag along with him for like whenever he had meetings. I, I, at the beginning, I wasn't doing anything um, serious. I was mostly just there. But as I matured and as the years went on, I began to pick up more of the conversations. So the year before I went to college, a large amount of the conversations he was he was having, and this is not me eavesdropping, it was just it was just picking up on like their conversations. Because my dad invested very heavily in in this in his security department, so he w- would normally like tell about tell his friends about why he was doing this and the kind of issues. Because because my dad's a very research heavy person, he he literally just sits down and reads the news and hears, oh, this happened to this company. I'm going to make sure it doesn't happen to mine. So whenever he, he he's kind of paranoid in that kind of way. So he's not paranoid. He's just he's just very aware of what could possibly happen so he's all about just let's take all these measures make sure we don't run into these issues so he would always have his friends over when they're talking about their firms and he would be suggesting different measures for them to take so i feel like he kind of primed me for college like he he unknowingly set me on this path the funny thing is i actually came into uiuc for electrical engineering i wanted to go into building cars because that's what his firm kind of works with a little. So I thought it would be fun. But as I kept visiting home, because I go home every December, I realized more and more that, yes, I like building cars, but I think my interest in networks and, and the information they hold and how how vital it is that we have tools that developers can leverage to secure their applications and their networks. My interest in that kind of overwhelmed my interest in cars. Well, aren't they kind of merging? I mean, these days aren't, you know, cars essentially connected and going to become even more so? Are the two fields really discrete anymore? They're not discrete, but I feel especially, it, it depends on the school. I was thinking, okay, maybe I could work on ways of securing the communication systems in like electrical cars or something. Just going into that. But I realized I could do that with a computer engineering major. So once that happened, I kind of went on this track where I just started talking with the professor who I was talking with before I switched. So he in his lab, he he's actually a beekeeper. <laughs> so here's the funny thing. He has this project called WaggleNet he would have some kind of device in the beehive and beekeepers did not need to open up the beehive to just collect the bee data. Because there was this thing with bees that sometimes you would open up the beehive and all the bees have gone. Like they're not dead or anything. They kind of ran away, like escaped and they did not know why. So they wanted to collect the data over time and see what happens just before the bees left. So that's the high level overview of the project. But I focused on the part I was interested in, that network communication that technology that had to be set up and securing it to make sure it doesn't get tampered with by other people. Although who wants to actually tamper with B data? You never know. <laughs> so I focused on that and I use that as kind of my starting point. Hive security. Hive security, you know, it's just things like, and like things like that help you appreciate how security can literally be applied anywhere. Cybersecurity for me is more than just a, a hobby or a subject in school. It's evolved from being the thing I heard about with my dad to most definitely a career at this point. 
and it's given me a great friend group of people like Sarah and Isabella and the other two people we other two students and the mentors that we worked with over the summer it's literally thrown me into so much and I'm very grateful for it very cool so Isabel do you have advice for fellow students or maybe upcoming students who might be interested in EEME, cyber security, any of that? I spent a lot of like my summers at summer programs. And I feel like that was like one of like the most transformative things for me in high school. I met so many like insanely intelligent people that had like such different passions and I'm still friends with today. And I feel like that just like opened my eyes to all the different pathways in engineering and that kind of helped me decide early on, just like any opportunity you see to just like go for it. Even if you're like, oh, that's so out of my comfort zone. I think just like doing really different things kind of leads you to crazy opportunities. So I would definitely say that. I think same thing for like this past summer. I didn't really know much about computer security. I was kind of avoiding like the more computer engineering side of ECE. And it turns out I really enjoyed it. So I think just like trying different things, it helps you either rule out roll it out so you like you know you don't want to do it or like it can turn out to be what you decide to pivot your your career to be. Very cool. Um Sarah, what's your advice to especially those kids that you're gonna end up teaching in the future? I feel like I keep piggybacking on what Isabella said, but like my advice bottom line would just be take a chance. There's a lot of opportunities that will present themselves. Might be random. Like literally I you know, I saw a tiny link at the bottom of an email again, like the summer program thing. Um, that was also, I did a few of those. And again, like, if you don't like it, you still can say like, oh, I had this really cool experience. And I've always found like the people is one of the better parts, if not the best part, at least for me, when you try new things, like again, even if you don't like it, you can still like, you've made friends and you bonded, especially with the people that you have like more common interests with. Like you bond through like, oh my God, I really didn't like this. Or like, oh my God, like this part was so fun. There's people that I met like in summer programs, like junior year of high school. I like still talk to, uh, to this day, like on a regular basis. So I think like the more things that you're willing to like open yourself up to, the more things that are willing to open up to you, the more things you try, just the better off you'll be. Well, that's very good. That's really insightful advice. Ifesi, final words, final thoughts, advice for up-and-coming people? Oh, definitely. When I think of high school students, I think of my secondary education, which was in a boarding school in the middle of nowhere, Nigeria. It was quiet. I loved it, but I know it's not the scene for everybody. But the, the silence affords a lot of it allows you to ruminate on a lot of things. And there was one time that my old principal said something about ballerinas. So he said, imagine a ballerina who claims to be a ballerina sitting in her ballerina room, all pink and tight and just sitting down and looking at her walls. I imagine this ballerina who calls herself a ballerina never, never talks to anybody, just stays in this box with all these books and how to do all these techniques. And imagine this ballerina is so amazing at what she does. Her walls are applauding her every night. She doesn't talk to anybody and she's just in her room. And let's say you run into this ballerina like at, at a supermarket or something. And the first thing she tells you is, oh, I'm a ballerina. And you're like, oh, no, you're not. You, you, you don't know her work. And, and let's say you're in the industry too. You don't know her in the industry, right? But the principal said, that's not a ballerina. That's a hobbyist. Ballet for her 
is not a career. It is something she does alone in her room, by herself, for herself. And that's not what a career is. A career is a lifestyle. And you're in the industry, you're talking to people in the industry, and you're getting ideas and you're feeding off them. So I kind of run with that now. And this is not to say that you need to be an extrovert, but it it's to highlight the fact that growth in an industry and in a career does not come about Obviously, there is solitude in it. Their best ideas are normally born at weird hours of the night alone in your apartment staring at whatever you're staring at. But there has to be some level of interaction with the industry you claim to be a part of, right? So you can't call yourself a computer engineer if you don't throw yourself into the industry to learn from other people and talk to other people. Opportunities are everywhere. Growth looks different for different people. Let's say someone needs to do an internship this summer to get industry experience. Someone else might need to stay in their room the whole summer to be able to project, to get the skills, to, to even be able to get to internships to get that industry experience. There's no race with anybody. You're on your own path, doing your own thing. And as much as you need to grow on your own, remember that you are part of a teaming industry of bright people and learning is a collaborative thing. It's iterative and it's collaborative and it looks different for different people and it's important to embrace it anyways through that go. That's the advice I would give. Wait, sorry, can I add something? Just like Oh yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Just like from what Fessy said, I think just like reaching out, not necessarily to like professors, but like also like peers, people that are like more knowledgeable, I think is like really helpful. I've been trying to get into like research this semester. And I was, like, talking to a lot of professors. Like, I had great conversations. Not necessarily about, like, my career even or just, like, the relevance of, like, different topics in ECE. And that's kind of helped me kind of, like, figure out what I want to do. And, like, even this summer, our certainized mentor, Professor Malik, like, he was, like, such a resource and always so excited to help us and obviously very knowledgeable. So, yeah, I feel like professors and, like, peers in general are just, like, amazing resources. Learn about your career, but also just in general, like, the field. Great. So there you have it, direct from the research experience undergraduates, Ifesi, Isabella, and Sarah. Thank you guys so much for your time and um, your insight into your lives and your research and your advice. Sure, sure thing. For sure. This is really fun. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us.